the the nineteenth worst Coldplay song. The nineteenth worst. Yeah. Does that mean it's the best? By my standards, that is definitely the best. Hello, welcome to the Mad Sounds podcast. Uh, no, that <laughs> <laughs> um, we're back and sexier than ever with not one but two Scottish people today. Uh, I will introduce them in a second, but I'd also like to give you some insight as to we're now sat in a room that does not have space for all three of us. And we've also, this is groundbreaking, first episode in which we're all drinking. So, if you've oh got yeah. the, the usual suspect. Hello, I'm back. Mr. Barton is, as always, my, my gorgeous co-host. And we've got a man that I'm surprised has not been on the podcast yet. Yo. My name is Owen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's doing ASMR for us today. He's an ASM artist. ASM. Uh, <laughs> 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 Man's gurgling already. <laughs> we're only a minute in. Does not bode well for the rest I've of the episode. Clicked on the wrong album. <laughs> yeah, today we're going to be doing. We're not going to tell you yet. Fuck off. So, uh, hope you all are doing well. Last time we spoke about thousand gex by a hundred gex. Um, yeah, been listening to that a lot. And then, kind of as a, a last minute change of plans, we decided we'd do today's album. We can all sit at the same time, kind of get in, kids. Three, Hank, come on. two, one. Seven Seven the butterfly. butterfly. Call yeah. me hive, hive mind. Um, yeah, I'll stop. Call me hot mind on the record that I've got some. <laughs> Touch. An hour of silence. <laughs> 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 I'll get the views up. This is my ASMR podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gone down the shade. Probably get more views, though. Um, yeah, so to Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. We all quite like it. I think we've spoken about it like in passing a few, few times. On this this here podcast, um, very fucking good album. But there's loads of shit to talk about around it, and I have a feeling this is going to be a long ass episode. So the brews are very much appreciated. I think that might be the reason it's a long episode as well. Probably. <laughs> I'm so like speaking the higher shit about random stuff. <laughs> that's fine because what what is good? So as you know, me and Luke both do our own music stuff, but you are like a jazz man, like actually like friend. You can do jazz shit. Yeah, I like music theory. Yeah, you know a lot more about this shit than us. Uh, which doesn't bode well for someone that like makes beats and a guitarist. Mm. It, it kind of looks bad on us. <laughs> yeah. But uh, sorry, I'm just going to become a, a, a SoundCloud rapper. Um, but you are. I'm <laughs> technically I am. Yeah. Uh, no, but so obviously you you're a jazz man. This album is very fucking jazzy. Very jazzy. I love it. I'm not gonna lie. It has like the perfect blend between easily digestible rap music mm. and then the music theory behind it. It's yeah. And then also, like, even you, you could genuinely study it in an English class. Oh, yeah, genuinely, like, l- less you study it. And uh, I think Harvard said they were going to start studying it. They in should. Certain classes, to which it makes perfect sense. Yeah, there's, there's a, it is more of a, st- it's more of a statement at some points, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, Owen, so, are you happy to be on the, po- this is your first ever time doing a podcast? Yeah, I'm buzzing. Yeah. I mean, I'm nervous. Uh, I feel like I've just done a football game. <laughs> good, good. It's it's a chill thing, don't you worry? So obviously another person that we live with. Yeah. I am here. No, like him. Oh, <laughs> no, this this oh. obviously <laughs> the no, I live with you. We also live with him. And he's here to give us some some flair. So, Kendrick Lamar. Wait, with that first, what music do you like? What mu- oh. I've never actually asked someone this. Is that explosive? Yeah. I mean I'll I'll yeah, I literally like about everything, but I suppose I, I don't people think I just love jazz like in my work it's a fucking like running joke that I'm the jazz guy it's not that I love jazz it's just that well no yeah. jazz is great but it's one of them things that you can't be sat chopping onions and listen to jazz can you well I can't <laughs> no no there's, there's a, a few there's albums a, 
What is it? Which ones? Uh, what? I love a bit of Miles Davis. Yeah. What's your favourite Miles Davis album? I have a, a firm yeah, answer. Well. Aye. Well, what's the one? Kind of blue. Aye. It's either Kind of Blue or... What's the one? Bitches Brew. Nah, that should be Bitches Brew. Nah, My favourite Miles Davis like track is... Do you know the... I can't remember what it's called. It's got like the red cover and it's with John Coltrane. I know that one. Yeah, I, that, yeah. that is amazing. But my favourite. Have you ever delved into him? No. You should. I've heard of him. I know he gets sampled a lot. I know like a bunch of his jazz breaks get sampled. Round what Midnight's yeah. fucking amazing, yeah. Yeah. Um, jazz, jazz is great because there's so much going on. Do you like jazz? You like jazz? This is a. Should we review B movie instead? <laughs> yeah. It's actually shit. Barry B Benson. Controversial. Uh, the B movie shit. I feel like the first half is really. No, the good. first half of it is like god tier yeah. animated film. I the rest of mid. it is piss. It's mid. It's not shit. It's mid. Well, I suppose yeah, because it goes from in the, in like the whole echelon of like DreamWorks movies. Yeah. It's not the biggest <laughs> shit I'd ever released, but well, also one. <laughs> we're talking about DreamWorks. Yeah. That's good. That's what good. Is the biggest shit I'd DreamWorks have released. The second half of B movie is probably as bad as it gets. Top and that's because it makes no sense at all. Top tier is like Kung Fu Panda. Oh my god. Up. Yeah. Oh. Up. The the song yeah. off off genuinely like that song rivals is it Bugs like Life DreamWorks or is that Disney? A, a Bug's Life is also like a political statement. <laughs> Social I class now. Have you actually? Yeah. Is though? I don't know why I love a Bug's Life. It's so, have you played the game? No. Oh man, the game. Have you, have you played the Kung Fu Panda game? I used to have it on, on Xbox, Xbox 360 oh, with yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have it? Yeah. Got it with my Xbox. It's yeah. So <laughs> oh, I love that shit. Oh. Bugs Life's a great name for an album. Just saying. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we're going to next uh, gas pack album. Bugs Life. The Bugs Life. <laughs> <laughs> the Bugs <co> Pack. <laughs> Bug Pack. The cover's just going to be us all in various inserts, but like preserved. Can I be the militant? Yes. With the, just with every single one of my legs has a different pair of shoes on, <laughs> so I've got like five hundred different pairs of Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the Jid shoes on in that. Well, uh, how many legs did I have? I was going to say a fucking stupid question. Is it a like, millipede? A, it can't be a it can't, no, 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 milli. Mil a millipede's a thousand, which is great. Miller. Miller. Like millimetre. Oh, yeah. A millimetre's a thousand. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. No, it, is it? No, millimetre's ten millimetres is a centimetre. Which means a hundred centimetres is a thousand millimetres. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so ten, so, yeah. Fucking hell. a thousand legs? Aye. Imagine playing football with it. <laughs> Crush up, man. <laughs> Be good in a scrum as well. Yeah, how, would you, how would you understand five star weak foot then? Five star weak feet. <laughs> weak legs. If mum would have like nine hundred and sixteen power on FIFA. Ah, my, my strong, my strong foot's like my fifty second right leg. <laughs> That's ninety nine pace. That is. Absolutely not. You'd be slow. Imagine. You'd be imagine. Stocky. Shit. Uh, imagine oh, turn like a truck. <laughs> It's be like playing, you know, old games and tank controls where you can only go forwards and, like, to turn you have to, like, yeah. stop the entire thing and, like, rotate, yeah. Ah, mate. Do you... <laughs> I played Grim Fandango like that. Have you played that? Grim Fandango. Oh, you would. Game, right? Right? <laughs> Have you played Grim, Fan Grim Fandango? The Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> Gran Turismo. <laughs> Grand Simulator. Well, speaking of Grand Theft Auto, where is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas set? The hood, hood politics to pimp a butterfly, ladies and gentlemen. Kendrick features a lot on the for uh, GTA Five. He does he actually. ADHD. Well, Kendrick is everywhere. He's a very popular artist. Mm. 
did Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah, that's cool. I never uh, heard it. It's shit. Well, it's not. It's got I very like, good I really songs. I like the soundtrack. I really I like the soundtrack. I feel like that's better with Black Panther songs. Over, over the... To be fair, Black Panther was made out to be such a huge deal. And I understand that it was for, like, you know, the politics oh, behind uh, it. Oh, okay. But okay. as a film, Black Panther was not that amazing. Well, we did about I the scene. I really liked it. The scene was fucking great. Black Panther's alright. I like the character a lot, but yeah. the film obviously it was like a big statement. But we did, I did about this in my media class, and like, it's just a Marvel film. Yeah. At the end of like the day, Killmonger was amazing. Yeah. Killmonger was the best part about the film, and then. Brother, <laughs> <laughs> this is so hard to do. Me passing the mic between the three of us. Might just have to like cuddle each other so <laughs> you can actually speak into it. Yeah. Too much dialogue. I'm having to like have it by your mouth. You just have to stand in like a sort of big huddle. I'll stand with it. <laughs> um, so, we all liked Ender. Uh, but I'll let you start. How did you come across Mr. Kendrick Lamar? Uh, pretty much when I was discovering all rap. Yeah. Uh, he was obviously one of the big names. Uh, I think this was... This was... It was tw- about 2016, so post... It was probably around... The, it was, yeah, it was around the time of Untitled and Mastered. But uh, I think I was less... I think... I think I think I was listening to songs from uh, Good Kid, Mad City, things like "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe," "Backseat Freestyle," uh, "Swimming Pools." "Swimming Pools," yeah. "Swimming Pools" is not one that I was listening to all the time straight away, despite yeah. it being the big single. Yeah. See, I never knew it was the big single when I found it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I had a weird. Anyway, how about you? How did you get into Kendrick? Uh, I came pure late to Kendrick. Like I knew about him. My brother listened to him a lot, and I heard I listened to Section Eighty, just like the album, because I loved it. But I didn't know who Kendrick was until like literally five years ago or something. Yeah. Like when T Pop came out or whenever that was that twenty fifteen? Yeah. That was twenty fifteen, yeah. And then I I listened to that and was just like, Whoa. Mm. That was when I was getting into music theory and it blew my mind mm. that a rapper could like do it. The first yeah. time I ever listened to this album, I listened to it on Deezer. <laughs> I listened to it with a free trial of Deezer because I didn't have like Spotify or anything. That's and just sad. And it wasn't on like SoundCloud adapter. So Man's getting a title subscription for the shit. Kendrick's from my protein. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one, you know. I've got a three-month trial of uh, Tidal from when Ooh. I got my protein shit. Oh, I could have done that. Do you want it? The Tidal. <laughs> I've, I've got Spotify, but I mean, oh. I could have got it. You can, you can have it. I've still got the code. I think it expires. I, s- I say we month. keep it until we release music, and then we just uh, uh, listen to it a lot on a certain streaming uh, platform. Which is definitely not some form of like. Remember when Justin scam. Bieber tried making his fans <laughs> listen to the yeah. that sh- that fucking wank little thing yeah, that he released? Yeah, they got beat by Roddy Rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think I've talked about this before that To Pimp a Butterfly was the album that made me stop disliking rap, mm. uh, because I liked a bit of jazz. I'd got in. I liked um, as you know, who who do you think I'm gonna say? Who's actually he's on this album? What one who's jazz who's artist on do I album? never shut up about? See, well, for me. Oh, oh no 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 no! The one I always talk yeah, about. Okay, so I talk. I like Dexter Gordon. Dexter Gordon was good. Yeah. Uh, Famous Dex. Famous Dex. Poker Dex. It's coming. <laughs> what was the saxophone? Uh yeah, I believe so. Well, he's got everything. Kamazi Washington, my favourite. He's on. Do you know on for free? Oh, that's him, the, oh, the saxophone. Really? Yeah, I think he plays it throughout a lot of the album, but yeah. like obviously he's not listed as like a feature. But yeah, yeah. Oh, um, 
Yeah, there you go. Well, so I, I got quite in, because I tried to like broaden my horizon. I've spoken about this before. I tried to get into more shit, found a bit of jungle stuff. And then I think I've said before, it was this to Pimper Butterfly and Hobo Johnson's second album that got me into rap. <laughs> 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 you, you've all heard this before. Don't look surprised, boy. But ah, I, I remember. One of my first games into rap was Logic, so. Ah, exactly. Uh, shout out Logic. Who knows? His new album is good. I've not heard of that. No, it's actually really. It's very. Um, I think Madlib produced a lot of it. Did he? Was he? No. Uh, he's, he's, he's technically retired. He yeah. retired and then he came back literally a year later. I kept money. He has I played in the hand. So right. Uh, yeah. This album made me start liking it because it's as you said before. It's like this crossover between like accessible rap and then it's in like every metric. It's incredible. Yeah. Like from the. The like jazz influences, the funk influences, the samples, the lyrics, feet. Like not this is one of them ones where not one single feature is a bit mm. wank. Like uh, and then obviously at the time, I think you could both have had the same thing. When you look at all these big rappers and you've got like <laughs> a fucking big rapper, Drake, right? <laughs> and yeah. you listen you look at it and it's like none of the albums are that critically acclaimed. Mm. When you see all the stuff about to pimp a butterfly, it's like, whoa, Kendrick's a bit bit different. It's ridiculous how Kendrick is he's fundamentally now pop. Yeah. Because everybody loves him. Exactly. But he's managed to stick to those, like, hip-hop. Yeah, even, like, as much as I think you're, like, none of us are that crit. Like, Igni Young's good. Yeah. Mal- uh, what is it? Miss Mr. Miles Morales. Uh, no, it's nowhere near as good, but even still, it's like. See, if any other artist released that and it wasn't oh, Kendrick, exactly. I'd be like, that's fucking sick. Yeah. It's and even an album like that, that I, I it didn't have that many like big songs, but like N ninety five was big, and even Dam does this where like, no matter how poppy and shit his songs are, there's still that like. I'm doing a horrible analogy, mm. right? Even if a prawn is a lovely prawn, it still had that poo pipe down it. Now <laughs> in this analogy, that poo pipe is Kendrick's artistic direction. <laughs> <laughs> so for. <laughs> the buttons laid down. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <that> <laughs> where's the poo pipe, man? Kendrick, where's the poo pipe? No, <laughs> the poo pipe. Take that, Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, no. that, so say the prawn is his music. The poo pipe is the like. No matter what he does, no matter how poppy he is, there is that artistic nature to it. Yeah, there's the, the fundamentals that make Kendrick. Kendrick. Make Kendrick Kendrick. And now, yeah. this album is a, a massive fuck off concept album mm-hmm. and it explores politics, uh, sex. Yeah. If there was guitar, sex. <laughs> uh, it, it explores a lot of things, and one of the main things that kind of ties it all together is that there's a poem. And we'll, we'll, we'll say it, it, it's really sick because we won't say until the very end who it's aimed at. I was going to say, have you ever seen the, uh, the Family Guy uh, meme? Where it's uh, from the one episode where Peter's staying up writing like a feather and Lois is just looking at the baby. <laughs> and it's got the words from the T-Fab poem. That's <laughs> so fire. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, that knew you were conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> Misused new influence. Um, so, I think now we've all we gave our little overview. I feel like we can kind of delve into... The album. Yeah, so Owen, what we usually do is... Uh, I get up genius on my phone and we'll sit and fuck about until I can't like get into it. Got annotations, it's your joggy memory. Uh, now this album starts with like the sound of the needle 
the Fonzo record. And I want to say before we kind of go straight in, the song that is sampled, mm-hmm. um, every fella is a star. Um, True. <laughs> thank you. Um, is it, it's an amazing song on its own. I don't know if either of you have ever listened to it, like on its own. It's just a song. Yeah. Uh, I've been. I've. I forgot how much I liked it because it is actually a really good song, and it's really good because it's this song that empowers. It, it's like positive. It takes something negative and makes it positive, and that is like the perfect way of starting this album, mm. for me anyway. The, the album's full of like the highest of highs, and then it goes. It goes to you, but, yeah, but we'll, we'll yeah. get we'll get to it. So the first song, which. Just putting out there, I wholeheartedly believe this is the best album opener that has ever been made. It's hard to find a better one. Mm, yeah. I, like, I still... In terms of rap, I'd maybe say Dark Fantasy. I'm, I'm saying even anything. Then, even then, I don't think it... I, th- I think this might be the peak of album openers. Like, just any genre. Like It's between this and Poof by Pierre Bon. <laughs> That is a good song. Do you know what? I feel like I prove you wrong, you know, but I don't think I can do it. Yeah. No, because it's that good, though, isn't it? Um, it's it's just it starts with the the hook of that song playing over and over. Well, it's, it's literally just a section of the song, um, but it still gives me goosebumps, like to this day. And when you're looking at Mac Miller, well, I was thinking, is I don't think any don't Mac think song any tops Mac it. Intro, yeah, no, Mac, Mac does. The only Mac intro I can genuinely listen to is. It's a really good song. Um and then obviously Flying Lotus like produced this and Additional production from Soundwaves and Thundercat as well. Thundercat's bass lines are one of the best Thundercat things about this. Hard on every single track. There the is only I'm pretty sure one so- two songs that use like digital bass. Everything oh, yeah. else is live bass. Yeah, and the bass lines are so fucking funky. Yeah. Like no matter what's going on, you just sat there bopping to it. So we get the the intro, as I said. Then I don't know who the, this guy is. He's Joseph Leinberg, a producer, trumpeter, and former member of the 90s hip-hop group Madcap. Oh, like Mad- I know Madcap. Uh, I've heard of him, yeah. Uh, this is another thing this album does really well, is it ties so much of like black American culture together, mm-hmm. like in this one. Yeah, it's, it's very, very fucking sick. Um, it's him going, hit me, and then the, the bass line in the... Just, I fucking love that. It's, it's like it's like I when you're, when you're, it's when you hear the needle drop as well. Yeah. It gives that old vibe of that kind of jazz funk. Yeah. That and this that's a like this album is he's kind of delved into more like popular. Like, there's a swimming pools is a good example. It's very much more a popular song, yeah. Mm. But this album is just it. It's very old fashioned. Is a way you can explain it. But the in a very song on the album, I think would follow a more pop. Would, would be I, but and I still that's want only I. the single version though. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. The album, yeah. We'll get to it. No, it's okay. If you get it's giddy, don't you? Yeah, I think little teaser. <laughs> Give people a reason to listen. So, uh, as we go on, we've got the the little the chorus. Of the oh, actually, I, I think it's yeah. This song does a thing that Kendrick kind of does. He plays, oh, in fact, right, one of the big things of this album is there are different characters that Kendrick plays. Mm. So he's himself, there is Uncle Sam, obviously like America capitalism and that, and then he often refers to or is Lucy, as in Lucifer, like the devil, 
this song has like a few different elements of his character. So like the start of it is, I think I, my phone's there. I can't be bothered picking it up. It's like when I get signed for me. So he's talking from the perspective of before, like I'm a kid, Mad City. You know, before he's like a big thing, and it's it's a very cool little development. The, the trend of rappers kind of being these characters in their albums is really like taking off. Yeah. There's more. I, I don't know when that started, but this is the first time I can yeah. think of listening to an album and thinking he's portraying these different people. Yeah. And it's especially how well he's doing it because there were a lot of albums before, like even still a lot of albums now have people be like so like Tyler used to do it where he'd be the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. not it's not brilliant. Like w- Kendrick portrays different people. I mean, I'm not saying he's bad. I love Kendrick. But he's portraying these people like so well. Yeah. And it gets his message across very well. So ultimately Wesley's theory is it is and it opens the album very well because it does talk about like well I'm going to I'll quote the genius annotation for you because it's easier than trying to put a copyright in it Uh, they basically say that it establishes how there's racist institutions in America and that is a good no way (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, yeah and can I say it's almost it's quite obviously this is I can you up me one as well? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> just cracking open the fuck. Oh, in fact, sorry, I know we've barely spoke about the album. Uh, well, should we tell them all what we're drinking? Looks cat. No, <laughs> no, we're not. Looks <laughs> <laughs> cat. Sol. Yeah. Um. Mexican lager. Yeah, because it's cheap. Is it me? Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. It's it's now brewed with solar energy. Is it? That is Mexico. Um, yeah, so Wesley's Theory, if you've never listened to this album, this is a good one because this is one of those albums where start at the first song and you will completely... As opposed to albums that start halfway through. Yeah, <laughs> can you put... Like, no, but there's definitely a lot of albums where you don't... like The first song off it isn't really the best. Yeah, the first... I, I, I tend to notice that the second song on an album tends to be either really, really good or mm. dog shit. Never listen to it ever again. Yeah, like for, we did 100 Gecs before. The song I'd say to get into them is Money Machine, not and the that's first the song. song. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's a theory, mate. I'm telling you. It's not just a theory. It's the music it's theory. It's theory. Ah. <laughs> uh, shout out, um, Wesley. Shout out Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Well, he's actually mentioned in this. He yeah. says, "I'll Wesley snipe your ass before 35." Wesley Snipes. Who's he? Bl- Movies. Blade. That's only like <laughs> first time I ever heard of Wesley Snipes was when he was mentioned in a. The Mighty Bush. Yeah. <laughs> in the old Greg episodes. I'm old oh, Greg. He's looking a bit worse for wear these days. <laughs> oh, is that boy? He's dapper though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's uh, pulled off a red shoes pretty smart. Not uh, everyone yeah, can do that. Yeah, yeah, that's powerful. You've seen my red shoes before. Well, it's suit shoes. The, the ones I want on my prom in school. Yeah. Look on my Instagram. Too famous. No. Everyone's doing the research. Yeah. What, well, while he's doing that, I'll get us into the next song. One which has some. Uh, it, it, it's very good. Uh, for free, the interlude, which is the aye, the cool, oh aren't they? God, I pull them off, don't I? I did a thing where the photos get progressively worse. Like, in, in, I'm funny. It looks so young. Aye, well, I know it is. I know it's three years ago. I know. Jesus. Um, so for free starts with this, this sexual little saxophone. Not just yet, not just yet. We have Darlene Tibbs saying, 
fuck you, motherfucker, and then going on a big rant basically saying, You ain't shit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's basically this woman going to Kendrick, I can get a better dick with more money. But she's not wrong about, you know, I, I don't know how much dick costs. <laughs> well, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know how much dick costs, but I'm telling you. In this economy? Anyway, I'm telling you that, that this dick ain't free, which is the first lyric of Kendrick's which is a flaw, by the way. Speaking of inflation. Anyway, that was my one joke. <laughs> that was good. Uh, we've gone back to being 12. <laughs> um, that was actually quite funny. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Um, yeah, this is a, a verse about... Oh, sorry. Uh, is, yeah, this song's called Capitalism, this interlude. Uh, and he basically says that, like... My, well, my dick's not free. I, it doesn't really matter how much yeah. I have. Like, shut up. Free? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's kind of his point. It's that I might not be that minted, but like, but you've got such a dick game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think he. I think he, He's trying to say that it might be okay, but I've got more value. Than, right. than, Strangely, than one of the songs in the album to get a music video. This one, despite it being an interlude. Yeah. True. I don't know what. And then. Yeah. There's a okay. So this one has one. The next song has one. These walls has one. There's one which is called "God Is Gangster," which has both "You" and "For Sale." I don't remember being on that. All right, on all right has one. <laughs> Thank you. We'll get to that. But oh, <laughs> sorry. No, it's not. But they released. So they, 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 there was a single, and then. There was the album version, but then there's also an album version that cuts out, like... Most of the song. Yeah, mo- yeah. yeah. but I like that version better, because I can actually listen to the song. Aye. Yeah. Um, so, we were, there's not too all that much to say. This is just, he's talking about capitalism very well. Some of his words. He makes all these rhymes and shit sound so natural. Like, you listen to most songs, like, whether it's a rock song or whatever, and it sounds like the right lyrics. Whereas, I don't know how, but Kendrick just, he comes up with all these mental little rhymes that you don't even clock are happening, it just sounds yeah. right. Have you seen those videos where it like highlights, highlights it? Oh, it's insane, man. But like his compared to some of the other yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah. Um, so, next up, we've got a banger. King Hunter. Oh, I love it. It's so good, man. It is a banger, isn't it? Yeah, so jazzy. The original version of this beat originally was like super over the top jazzy straight from the start and Kendrick was like, hey, tone it down a little bit. I still need to have like some space to rap on in this, but just it still keeps progressing as it goes on. It's great. It's great because it's kind of carried at the start by this, the bass line. Uh, The bass line is, oh my God. interpolation from an old school West Coast classic. Do you know what song? Uh, it's by DJ Esquick or something like that. Fire, that's it's cool. What? It's quite a simple bassline as well, but it's one of them it like poppy hooks. It it's so umphy and it's so good in fact that mo- obviously the song this yeah, is a s- the song get netted. That's what it's called. Shout out. Um, it's a very good like for being simple. This song's a very good example of how to build a song yeah. very fucking well. I've criticised songs on this podcast where I've said that it's just a, like it's just the whole song's just a loud, quiet next song. This song shows very well how to build it. Yeah, there's the the bass line very much carries like the first verse, but yeah. then see when those 
chords come in, yeah. that blew my mind because it completely changes. It, it almost feels like it changes key. Yeah, exactly. To a completely I different it, I sound. Modulates. Does it modulate? I think it modulates like a couple semitones up. So if you were to explain yeah. this you to somebody listening, because so there's the guitar that comes in, that yeah, just plays. Modulate, yeah. The guitar plays just the two notes back and forth, back and forth. There's basically six when the guitar comes in, and then okay. after about eight, sixteen bars, I think it modulates up, and then it goes back down to the original key. So I don't know that. I thought that it was the same key, but the chords had just got like jazz extensions to it. So mm. it felt like, or you know, you know how you could feel like you were in like C minor or something like that. But then you're you're, you're playing all these extensions, these little jazz, and you're like, oh shit, it could be, you know, a- another thing with the same keys in the scale. Yeah. I mean, you could be right. I could be right. I'm not 100 percent sure. That's just that's just what I think it is. Now, uh, another thing that's quite important about this, we have to explain. I feel like it's better off to explain certain things. So, mm. I, I I can't even remember what you. One, you said it modulates. Yeah. Someone can you pick between yourselves? Explain it to the listeners for the sake of it not being too. What what's like an? Well, because obviously not everyone's like music students. What's like an easy way? Of I mean. Changes key pretty much. Yeah. Like so I've the key is like, kind of like the guidelines for what you can okay, and can't yeah. play, right? Yeah. Here. No, but to explain it in layman's terms, right. it's kind of so like the guidelines yeah. for what you yeah. can play with other every things. Every song will have a key, and every key will have a scale of notes that you can use in that song for it to sound good, quote unquote. Aye, which fuck, fuck that. But yeah, I mean, it's it ridiculous. obviously it depends what it is, but like it's kind of your and basic yeah. bits theory play these notes that will sound good yeah but which is when yeah there's certain notes and certain scales that coincide with other scales yeah so it can feel like it changes and kind of flows and that's how you can change key because it's like oh you go up a few semitones and oh it's a new key oh so the classic kind of r&b beyonce beat is it just goes up a key and you're like well yeah tension (laughs) so with that being said um king counter is a it's it's almost one of the only like ones where he sounds like he's being a bit braggy. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not his best. Like, I wouldn't be like, almost this album's backseat freestyle. Yeah, and in fact, if you obviously this follows up for free, which is a, a woman saying you ain't shit, and he's like, I, I got shit. a bone to pick. I'm I'm. I got a bone to pick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that on the podcast. That's a lie. That's a lie. The things that happen in these walls. Um, I'm not telling you which walls I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Is it not the next? It's not the next. No, the next. In fact, right, King Kuna is a very good song. Isn't? uh, Hang on, let me double check this. So, uh, well, the people on. I I wasn't going to run with this, but the people on uh, Genius seem to like to run with King Kuna being like. Kunta Kenny off Roots, if you either of you've seen that. Seen it? I used to, I watched it in history. Um, it's about slavery. But it's kind of like King Kunta is, what these people are saying is, I feel it explains the song quite well, that he isn't, like, he is not privileged, but he's a king. Slay king. <laughs> no, he's like, he's valuing it. He, man values himself, you get me? Yeah. yeah. So, next song, we've got Institutionalised. Well, this might be one of the only songs on the album that I don't have much to say on. Yeah. Even despite oh, it being 
ridiculously jazzy. I, I do love it. I love this song so much. This, I think, like, after my first couple of listens, this was my favourite song in the album for a bit. It's not anymore, but it was for a bit. I, oh, the Snoop Dogg feature. The Snoop Dogg feature's good. I don't, I didn't expect Snoop to, I don't know why. It's good because it's, right, Snoop Dogg has this thing where he, he was on Corey Feldman, but... That's a <laughs> no, he was just on him. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he there's a thing with Snoop Dogg where I love him, but he does kind of sound the same in every single song he's ever been on, except this song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's weird. It doesn't sound like Snoop Dogg. He stopped doing side quests. Yeah. The main story, man. Can you give me a video of... Uh, I think it was even before Good Kid, Mad City out, came out. Uh, there was a performance. Kendrick Lamar was performing. Uh, and there was this thing that they've always had in the sort of like West Coast rap thing, the key to the city. I think Tupac had it, and then Dre had it, and then Snoop had it, and then Snoop gives it to Kendrick on stage. And this is in like 2011. This is like when Section 8 is about to come out, and he's like, you're going to be the best thing ever. Have this. And he, he like gets proper emotional and starts crying on stage. Which is sick. And sp- you've just said something there that I believe I missed something that I really wanted to talk about. Um... Off the first song, Wesley's Theory, Doctor Dre's on it. Um, basically says that what what he basically says is anyone can have a one hit wonder, but being successful, ah, that's hard. Yeah, it's basically what he says. Obviously ties in with all the. A lot of this album talks about politics, where there's more of a sense of like capitalism and shit. Like it talks a lot about stuff like that. So the money aspect's quite a big thing because it does tend to weigh on the concept that money equals a person's value, and he's like, no, it doesn't. But obviously explains a lot more in depth. Anyway, institutionalized is talking about being in institutionalized. Institutionalized with a Z because they're American. Yeah. With the fuck that by the way. Why is there a Z? Like fuck off. This fucked me off in English by the way. I used to get in trouble for it. I was like, laser is spelt with an S. Yeah. But it's a fucking Z in America. Yeah, because it's fucking America. They also say aluminum and tomato. Yeah. Tomato aluminum. You know what I mean? What's (laughs) What's he saying? Tomato aluminum? Okay, that's it. That's <laughs> what they say. Yeah. Aluminum tomato. <laughs> that's a good saying. Part of five would do. I saw a really good saying on Instagram earlier, and it was like, it, the, it was a post, and it was just a black screen, and it was like, hillbilly, um, like, catchphrases be mental. There was a guy at my work today that said, it could be raining titties, and I would look up and catch a dick, knowing my luck. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend. <laughs> that's an amazing... That's oh, is it Kendrick's dick? That ain't free. Oh, uh, not free. <laughs> this is an absolute shit show. So, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, institutionalised, he kind of condemns violence and shit. He, he just talks about a lot of things. He, he uh, th- There's just too much. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. This, this, I was thinking this album was going to be ridiculously hard to fucking talk about. Yeah. Um, in fact, right, we d- right, this is going to be marginally less in-depth on every single song than we usually go because there's so much. So if we don't have any certain bits we want to talk about, we'll just give like an overview. So this song has obviously the Snoop Dogg outro. Also, the, the chorus is catchy as shit, which is mental. Yeah, it's a, it's a hook. Isn't it? It's a uh, really good hook. This whole f- album has good hooks, uh, which, which is, is mad. Insane. Work your ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, well, if you read it, it's like, how is that going to be catchy? But it is. Yeah. It's still, it gets stuck in your head for fucking cracking. Mission Mr. Bilal. Yeah. Great little voice. Does, does Kendrick... See, I've, I've always wondered. You know how, like, producers go to rappers with beats? Mm-hmm. Not there. Surely Kendrick... I, I think uh, it's a mix of both. 
I think a lot of the time a bunch of artists play, well I think a bunch of producers do play Kendrick stuff. I think this album might be the exception. Oh, you think this album I know, but I know, I'm pretty sure All Right was made before Kendrick got his hands on it. There was a version of King Kuna before Kendrick wanted his little changes. I think it's a lot of just him asking for certain session organisers to just sort of play together and come up with things. Mm-hmm. A lot of the instruments are live in this mm-hmm. album, which mm-hmm. I, I love. I, I We've disagreed on this. I prefer a live like live drums. Oh yeah, I love I love just like electric drums. Whereas um, sounding drums. As a man that used to be in like a punk band, I love live drums yeah, and live everything. Drums yeah. yeah, I mean I can respect both, but like it depends on the song. You wouldn't want like live drums or a trap song. You know what I mean? But yeah, there's definitely a place for you know di- digital drums. Especially this album, you can get them sounding live ah, as you well. Can. It's crazy. This album though, it ain't like live drums. Just oh hell yeah, because it's a vibe. Isn't it? Yeah, it's just a vibe. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. So, after Institutionalised, we have one of the more... In- a song that I cannot believe was played on a... Was it a talk show? It, w- it was some form of... Te- it was on telly, right? but No, but obviously you had to blur most of it because it is yeah. These Walls. The song which uses... Well, the the song which uses uh, it's a double entendre of these walls, meaning the inside of a vagina and like physical like prison, prison walls. walls. Yeah, the music video for this is amazing. It is. This is an amazing song. It's so fucking funky, so catchy, so like meaningful. Although the, in- the intro to this is uh, very scary. Say if you're listening to this album in the shower. Yeah, your mum and dad are kicking about. Uh, the the intro is. I'm not gonna actually do an impression here. Don't worry. It's just. Uh, moans like uh, inappropriate Aww. moans. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> you anyway. uh, if you can't tell, he likes Coldplay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I thought you were asking for an impression. <laughs> Got a bit goody, did we? Um, yeah, so it's that, and then it's if these walls could talk, if these walls could the talk. Co- that's one of the ones that I can talk. talk it's got the talk box and the vocals as well. Yeah, the background. So good. The uh, there's a sa- I don't know what's a sample. I assume that this was somebody sitting down. I d- it might not be a sample, but it's one of those ones where you very closely borrow chords yeah. to like an old song. Uh, I, I, I Sorry, you can't copy that. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. With all this lawsuits going about. Aye, there was one with Ed Sheeran a few years ago. I know there's loads in that album. Infuriates me. Aye, literally infuriates me. Uh, uh, that is due to Marvin Gaye's estate yeah. after they'd sued for Blurred Lines because Pharrell, when he was getting interviewed, he said, Oh, I had a bit of inspiration for this. The Marvin Gaye estate took that, ran it to court, and has ruined the laws of copyright since. Yeah. Now, yeah, Bloodline should have got a lawsuit about a lot more than that. Yeah, it, got, <laughs> it got a lawsuit for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and with all that, this will mean a lot more to you, Owen, than to me. Do you know Last Night by The Strokes? Yes. Julian Casablancas, the singer of The Strokes, very openly says he just ripped off a song, and nothing's ever been said about it. Ah, no, but it's just fun. the chords. Well, like, yeah. obviously, it's the same thing, but no one picked it up and ran with you it. Can, you can do so much more with a chord progression than than just the chords Aye, itself. I know. Especially Kendrick with his lyricism and everything yeah. that he brings to the oh, song. Oh no, Kendrick's different with it. Yeah, but like, I mean, Kendrick, I don't think, I don't think it's the exact same chords anyway. I think he adds a little wee bit, of, yeah. wee bit of funk. Well, uh, so this song, yeah, it's fucking. The first verse is it's kind of sung, where it's sung, uh, and it's just about intercourse. Uh, and then the chorus is, if these walls could talk, I can feel your rain when it cries, gold lives inside of you. If these walls could talk, I love it when I'm in it. 
I love it when I'm eating. I love it when I'm eating. Oh, wow. And then we've got the verse, which is hard. Uh, like Kendrick's little versey worsey. Well, he's not, I think, yeah, too. So his little versey um, it, it's It's mental how every single lyric can be you viewed in either light. Yeah. Like, aside from the kind of verse before. Also, is it this song where he's basically talking about, like, uh, so, yeah, th- is, this is the one, isn't it, where it's the lady in question has, like, a boyfriend mm-hmm. who's in prison, mm-hmm. and he's done something wrong to Kendra, and so he's like, yeah. but that kind I of... I think it was, uh, it links back to one of the songs good I was just saying. I want to say it's, uh, Sing About Me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that song as well. So good. It, it's just, it's mental how every single thing in this song is just double, oh, it's fucking magical, man. The time that must have went in to this album as a whole, obviously, but specifically, there's certain songs that you can just tell must have taken a fucking hit. And do you know what hurts most, right? If you listen, this is a good one, is it? If you listen to it, like, you listen to the instrumentals, it's so intricate, the production is so tidy and perfect whilst it's having that, like, raw aspect to it. It's all so perfect in all the lyrics. There is not a word that isn't important. Yeah. Like, how... And this isn't... For all the... even This is including the features and the sang parts and the rapping. How can he have such long verses with such good flows and stuff and such good, like, sang parts and whatever while not wasting any of it yeah. to get his message across? It doesn't feel overbearing at all, yeah. despite how long the song can and be. And, like, this song is... It's only, like, four or five minutes, but, like, you listen to it and not one single part of it just kind of goes amiss. It's mad. It's, it's the production of this song is ridiculous. Yeah. I think it might be one of the best in the album. It has to be because it's. Are we ranking favorite songs already? Not no. yet, sir. We, we we do this the the Mad Sounds podcast way, sir. Uh, sorry, I was just meant the production way. It's not my favorite, but because it's it's one of the only songs. I'm one of those fucking nerds that like listens to a song, and then thinks of it like tries to find the chords. And I'm like, so I could do that on piano, but I mean, this is one of the ones. It's not even chords that are that hard, but I was listening to it and I was like, I have no clue. Yeah, because there's, happened. it's almost like there's a so much going on that you can hear everything yeah. too clearly. Yeah, yeah. That it gets creepy. It's like, oh, I don't want to focus on this. But it was just the first. Co- I, it's it's an A flat major nine. I've I've since worked it out. But <laughs> for all you kids out there wondering, yeah, for the for the jazzians, owing <laughs> <laughs> oh, little jazzians. But it <laughs> I don't even think I said your name, by the way. Oh, have, have I not said no, your name? No, 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 Oh, that's an inversion now, and I put yeah. the Well, while these are rambling, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll let you. Oh, they're still going, right? I'll let you get. The on. next song is called "You." Uh, hopefully, you can't hear them too well. Is what I'm trying to. <laughs> the next song is called "You," and it is. It's actually right. One of the the coolest things about this song is it's like the contrast to "I," which comes later, and we'll talk about it later. "You" is depressing. You can hear the bottles. Is that us? Hang on, I wonder. He was genuinely crying when he was recording this. This genuinely brought tears out of him. Yeah, like, you can hear the bottles thing. He's obviously meant to be drunk. Uh, You can hear the the, the way he kind of delivers it is like... The way he was complicated. Yeah, the the way he delivers the kind of shit towards the end where it's like, you can hear him, like, gulping, almost like choking on his own. It's an annoyingly relatable... The way the way it's like not being able to catch your breath when you yeah. try to speak like like you're trying to talk to somebody and argue and yeah, 
subject of matter was a uh, I think when he found out his sister was pregnant and she was only like 19 at the time yeah. and it, all his immediate thoughts was I've not been a good enough brother and been protected of her I've got to kill the man who's done this yeah. and it, it's this state of like you get it's rel- even just to an extent it's relatable in the way that you get news that you don't expect and then you're like fuck what do I do so you drank and then you thought shit where do I go from here and it, it's done so well. And even if the subject matter per se, that situation Luke just mentioned, isn't relatable to you, the kind of the song's relatable to anyone because you could be saying anything in yeah, that situation. The emotion behind the song and, and, and the way he delivers or words exactly. it. Yeah. Uh, which is, this is one of the more personal as opposed to political songs on the album, and it's fucking insane. Yeah, that, yeah no, that's true. That's, that's a very broad album and then yeah. you listen to you and it like completely narrows the scope of yeah. the music so yeah. and another thing that's beautiful about this album is how obviously it has a very certain subject matter that is obviously even just down to it being American obviously it's more specifically like a black American he talks about the problems he's faced yet it's all either e- relatable in its own ways and educational at the same time mm. to like everyone why people are studying it now. It's fucking artistic, mate. It's, it's Harvard. I know. I mean, I agree, it's fun. But it also has a, a song which has so much meaning, yet is a stone-cold banger, all right. <laughs> Loving you complicated is such a weird hook, but it still gets stuck in your head. It does, yeah. I don't know how it works. Well, next up, we've got All Right. This which is right. produced by... Well, no, it is. It's the, the, more the, the all right. It's a oh, it, oh. I love it. Produced by Pharrell Williams. This is produced by Pharrell? <laughs> no, I can tell by the... Like, I, the I, four count. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, but I just assumed it was... Um, it's like an artistic choice, I suppose. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a fucking no. legend. I mean, apparently he also sings a chorus. Yeah, no, he does a chorus. I didn't know that. Nah, I didn't know he sings a chorus. Uh, and also, I think he pretty much... I, s- I know what all the drums on this are digital, and it's got like a digital sub-bass, but... The drum fills in between, I'm pretty sure Pharrell plays them as yeah, well. Yeah, that intro, the doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, that sounds yeah. live. Yeah, yeah. That, the drum fills in live. But the rest of the drums are electric. This is almost the, the easiest song to talk about, because I think even if you don't know you've heard it, you'll have yeah. heard it. It was on, he did it on, was, I can't remember what award show it was. Uh, I think it was the Grammys. Yeah, he did this like insane, it was the car one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this insane performance. And the backlash from it was the intro to DNA. Yeah, because the, the, the kind of lyrics are... Fox News hate any sort of thing that they disagree with. Yeah, and he basically says, uh, yeah, we hate the poor folk when they kill us dead in the street. He's talking about police brutality very open. Oh, almost dropped his drone. Right there, son. <laughs> He's very openly, and this pissed off certain stupid things and he uses an intro but he's very plain in what he says he performed this at the was it the Super Bowl this year? Yeah Uh, yeah, Snoop Dogg, Eminem Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige 50 Cent Most of my mind that Eminem was in that like I love Eminem but sorry a tiny wee tangent is Eminem one of the greats in your mind I don't like him Okay, sure, well, no, I don't. <laughs> most overrated artist of all time. Do you know why I don't like him? He's white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just said I like Cowboy Johnson. <laughs> uh, I don't like him because, so I feel like the time I got into rap, I didn't leave enough space to try listening to Eminem. It's got to a point now where I find him a bit annoying. I like yeah. him 
obviously like songs and I like a lot of the stuff he's done with like Dre and stuff but I think Eminem, I'm not wild Eminem's controversial very much added to his appeal at the time and obviously I feel like I kind of filled in that void for the really edgy shit by getting really into old side of the creator shit yeah that's do you true. know what I mean like I've kind of swapped mm. it out for this this is my take on why Eminem is not very good because uh, sure you can be a rapper you can rap fast enough but if you're not making good actual music what's the point you've got the Slim Shady LP you've got Marshall Mathers LP and the Eminem show they're all good then encore shit relapse shit recovery shit revival shit the Marshall Mathers LP 2 is alright music for you to buy not great kamikaze shit and then the new one Curtain Call 2 which is oh, literally just the, the album before but with like extra it's mental it's got like Godzilla with Juice World and stuff on it like how was he released a new album and put old wait what no, there was a fucking. There was a Kanye one, and ha- have a look at that uh, uh, album cover. Fuck. That reminds me of MGK. Which yeah. is that? Is that? <laughs> Mission Kill. Two intentions. Shit. Honestly. We're not talking. We're shit. not. We're not. We're not. No. No. Sorry. We're not, not on about. my podcast, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, all right, banger. Next up, we've got the other interlude in the album. For sale? No, it ain't for free. Or is it for sale? <laughs> This could be the greatest interlude I've ever heard. Okay. I, I listen to this like it's a normal song. It's just that sort of vocal and synth sort of overlay. You know the intro where it's got like the sort of wood scrape and then oh, the, the building yeah, like yeah. arpeggio synth, the, the horns. This, it might be my sonically favourite sounding yeah, song of the album. It's, it's amazing. So yeah, agreed. It's yeah. Great sound. Uh, also, this is one of the songs that most talks about Lucy, like the devil, yeah. and temptation and all that shit. And his cool little vocal inflection it does as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously, basically, Lucifer goes in with all like the bad shit that famous people do, blah, blah, blah. But it's really good. I agree. I, we just, we've said this 70 million times about this album now. It's like it's, every song. That's, like, that's the problem with. The, I feel like the structure we do is, doesn't give us much to. If it's a hey, long you'll album. You'll never guess what tier this album's going into. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, we've got Mama. Produced by Knowledge. Hmm. Really? Yeah, it's definitely produced by Knowledge. I fucking love Knowledge. Yeah. I, that was. See, when that's we were why I read about The first uh, song in the album, I looked at no lyrics. I was seeing this first song. Knowledge. AKA No Worries with Anderson Pack, the best Anderson Pack project. Wrong! Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I Malibu. Malibu is definitely. Die on that, the No Worries is Malibu the best is one. Malibu is one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. Right. Like, I think Malibu. Well, it's like, oh, no, Malibu is not. I will say it's not hit. Malibu is my favourite Anderson Pack album. Calm Down is definitely a hip hop. Oh, yeah, there's hip hop songs on it, but. And and as well, maybe not anymore. At the time, Anderson Pack was a hip hop artist. I to be fair, he was on Double S though, but. So was Ty Dolla Sign. So was Designer. Skrrr. <laughs> Good little Vicky. Where's Ty Dolla Sign fame now? Features. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not uh, it's like him and 21. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely some people listening to this wishing we talk about something that's not rap, but him and Ty Dolla Sign and 21 Savage are like the, the, the. Like, you cannot have a better feature than them. See, that's just not really my area. Mm. Like, 21 Savage specifically, everyone loves him. Do you know why I like him so much? Well, do you know, wait, so there was a Tyler song, and then the new Calvin Harris album, New Money, featuring 21 Savage. That's a uh, funk wave too. Have, have you listened to it? Oh, yeah, man. The day it came out, like, most What are you thinking of it? Not as good as the first, in my opinion. No. But I haven't listened to it. 
Oh shit, maybe I shouldn't. No, you can you can keep your seat. I'm I'm going to listen to every album. There's a few ones that I'm like, that's fucking great. Potion. Yeah. Potion is. Oh my god. That annoys me. I really like Potion because it's the first single and everyone was listening yeah, to it. Yeah. Like, oh my god. But it's so good. But it is. It's one of them summer songs that you're like, oh, it's actually pretty good. No, I'm a big advocate that pop music is getting a shit rep nowadays. Do you know what yeah, I think yeah. the hardest thing about, I, I was thinking about this at work the other day, the hardest thing about, wait, we're only even two, we're obsessed with it, the hardest thing to get into is pop. Yeah. Because when you start doing this, you, like I was a big indie kid, you like your rap, you like, I was like sim- I was like somewhere between, it. yeah, you yeah. similar stuff to me. We all have that phase where it's like, oh, my music's the best. I don't want to listen to Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. Or like, do you know what I mean? But you'll have a. I can't think of one, but like, jets down the plane <laughs> for solo. Like we all have it where you like, oh, I don't listen to this popular song because it's what everyone is like. Mm. Potions one when hundreds of people will be like that. But to be fair, I I do think it comes from that. Nothing infuriates me more than like the sitting in a writing room with these producers that write the same four chords and the same melodies, and it's like there's no, there's literally nothing going into music. It. Which is fucking ridiculous when you think about how it's self-expression and it's yeah. like they go. They it takes the some art yeah. out of being a musician. Yeah, some people make an album for the sake of making an album, making yeah. a collective body work, and then there's some people that make an album that just, hey, I'm going to make a bunch of songs and push these to radio. Which is basically oh, just songs to make me blow up. Which is why you have things like Pimp a Butterfly, and then you have utter utter shite like Fat Tones and I album. That's why I hated Harry Styles for a good while because mm. like Watermelon Sugar just felt like the most crafted, yeah. like sad when album. when it sounds like this is one of the biggest things for me is right. I get that with a lot of songs, even if it's like a band or a group of kids and they put a song together, you can tell where it's going next. There'll always be a little something that you won't get from a song that has been crafted to go intro, chorus, verse, chorus, yeah. verse, chorus. Wait. Is it, and it'll people that make be music, a two minute song people, like I don't because uh, I remember when uh, relating to our uni course of last year when we were doing the template thing it's like okay so you want to put down your, your intro, your verse, your choruses like why I, there isn't I a song I hate going into music with a plan you should just be able to like freelance it and freeform it until you have a full complete product exactly and we all make music you you can't sit and like even if you wanted to make you can't sit and put where's what because like Every, uh, you would be the same every single song I write I don't start with an intro you I'll write creativity yeah. like if I'm writing a song I don't st- I will start with I might start with a line out of a bridge do you know what I mean yeah. like, I might start with some chords I end up using as like a mid late section and then I'll work my way back you can't like but then there's ways to like monetize and sort of capitalize on art forms which exactly. you should that's I wrote an essay on this for my advanced hire and it really pisses me off yeah. that that's become and it's like still a staple of like listening to capital yeah you're like what how you're like, oh, people this song's been on for 25 minutes yeah, it's like <laughs> ridiculous that's why, that's why i prefer going through things like soundcloud and bandcamp and find music from there bandcamp is so good is just making music for the sake of making making music shout out bandcamp <laughs> bandcamp's amazing bandcamp. well no i did a similarly i did an essay on the effect that spotify has had on the music industry and how it's affected artists getting money and it boils down to basically that the artists that can sit with a group of people so say with oh i've got a really pretty voice that can sit with a group this is also why i like bruno mars so much because he clearly like it's a known thing that he writes a lot more than most other artists of his like yeah but 
and you can tell because like Natalie is a song where he's basically saying I'm gonna kill this bitch she nicks my money which is almost exactly the lyrics can I just say (laughs) yeah and stuff like that but like so you look at it and there's a reason that the most popular songs now are two and a half minutes long and they're made by and have like four features on them you know what I mean the the ridiculous that that stole the staple when like some of the reasons that the people like Kendrick so much is that people are pissed off at the homogenization of the industry at the moment so when Kendrick well, comes out with a new album it's like completely him and he's, he's doing what he wants and it's not crafted and it's I mean it's crafted obviously uh, but it's, yeah, it's not built there's, there's actually a lyric on this I can't remember which I'm going to say it now because I'm probably going to forget the time we get to it there's a lyric on this album I think it's on this song where he says something about how a verse can kill the rap game you know the song I'm on about I can't remember which one it is uh, is I it Hood Politics I think it's either Hood Politics Politics or Black and White Right, so Hood Politics is the next song in here, but right at the end... That was a good um, that, uh, I we, try we, to we didn't, we didn't even get to speak about Muller that much. We, we, oh, we, well, you, before I... Um, well, in fact, I'll say this first, then. It can, well, in your head, one of you just come up with something to say about Muller, and then... Because there's a lyric which links very well to this in the last verse where he says, Critics want to mention that they miss when hip-hop was rapping. Motherfucker, if he did, then Killer Mike would be platinum. That that's it. Yeah. End it there. Just everything's Ev- perfect. It's, it's another big thing of everyone who's who claims Kill Mike. Yeah, a lot of people uh, are very angry. Like, oh, and there's no. Everyone's just a mumble cracker now. There's yeah. no good hip hop. It's you're not looking for it. Yeah. If there if there was like Griselda would be top of the charts. Yeah. Oh, being funny, but like, even if you're running with that, some there's that is stupid. Like, obviously, the people that uh, when they say real rap, they mean stuff like. Griselda, you've got your Macro Cream, you've got all the killer Mike Lee Jones, all that shit. Sure half the people usually say things like real rap, real rap, listen to John or Lucas. Yeah, and uh, Royce the Five Nine. And and and. Uh, Tech Nine, hops in. Hops in. <laughs> I think I'd I'd or people I don't know about other people. I'd be more upset that it, not that that's like the rap game now, yeah. but that the, those people are actually successful. Fucking hurts my soul. That like no, no, fucking island boys, and they've actually made money and they're like rich. They're like what it's, the fuck? There's a, a that, weird. That's, that's yet again though. They they got viral success. A label picked them up, released their song, and now what? Since the island boys song, what have you heard from them? Yeah, but there's still a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, no, but not a lot of that went to them. All their money that they got was their initial pub deal, which and is why they went, and they went and spent it all. All the actual royalties will have gone to label, and they'll be seeing fuck all from it. And in like five years, you'll see them on like double XL on a very early stage. Mm-hmm. It happens with these TikTok artists all the time, and it's horrible. If you made a song like that and got money from it, you like we, a yeah, they would have got a terrible deal. Which but literally, see if I made a fucking hundred pounds off of a song like that, I'd be so happy. Like even despite all the royalties and all that going to anyone, I made a hundred. That's about three cents. Yeah, that's like that's too much money for someone that's literally sat and thought. Let me just speak a load of shit, ruin and this fucking industry. That's kind of as much as because of Spotify and things, record deals have gotten a lot harder, right? Like they're a lot more strict, right? Because they're not the labels can't profit as much because no, like realistically, you need a good ass manager and a good ass lawyer. To get who, yeah, because who the fuck's going buying CDs now? Like no. that's not a thing. Vinyl's coming back, but it is. CDs is even still, though, CDs are getting more... No, CDs... CDs, CDs... It's all getting more popular, but that's not how you want to be making your money. You're making... Realistically, if you're an artist, you make money off touring. 
but because of Spotify and stuff, labels are desperate, and yeah. they're lucky that people blow up now, having made this song when they know, like, if you want to be a musician, you should know about the industry, and you should know about shit. These people that they have no clue, they just signed whatever deal because, like, oh, record deal. Which I and suppose is why people are putting out these kind of shite albums because record labels are putting the pressure on artists. Endless to Blonde, yeah. greatest scam in music. Did you know history. Frank Ocean finessed Stefano? Yeah, and it's annoying as well because the album he used to get out He's of the scam, Endless is still amazing. Frank Ocean's amazing. We'll talk about him another time, though, kids. Do you know what you should get next? Blonde, I'll turn off these you know what, we'll do a fucking debate on it, what's better. Aye. That'll oh, actually kind of fire. That we, we need to do more shit like that. We're expanding yeah. our catalogue anyhow. More graphics as well. Yeah, so, Hood Politics, as I said, it has that scathing lyric at the end, which is amazing. But also, it's kind of him talking about the difference between his childhood and now, and yeah. how, basically, he's saying, going through all these different viewpoints and things he's had over the years, and saying that, basically, it, it's no good, all this shit yeah. but he's kind of being like no but that's basically no, the point yeah. he's like <laughs> all of this politics and stuff that's not politics it's people it's getting the it's getting people to fire against themselves yeah. as opposed to the people who they should really be trying to exactly focus against exactly definitely and that, that's this so this song also, also a guitar intro I, I originally thought this was just played on a single bass but it, I think there's a guitar with it as well it sounds amazing this is yeah that is one of my favourite songs on his I album Favorite? Are we there? Or no, we're not there. Okay, but we we already I, know I yours. Usually, I usually announce my favorite when I get to it, but yeah, but then we told you off for doing it, so I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Next up, we've got how much a dollar cost? Usually, a dollar. Yeah, usually a dollar. Sometimes a bit more. Because well, I'd say fifty yeah. cent in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say if you're in the club, fifty cent. Probably get one pound spent sterling. Mm. No one likes that one. No, I, <laughs> I missed it. I, I said, if you're in the club, I'd say 50 cent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this song? Uh, actually, I forgot about this. Oh my god, this is the song about the, the guy he met in South Africa. Wait, is it? And I know the story yeah, of the song. That's what this song's about. Yeah. Have you also seen a. Uh, have you seen Ken? Have, have you seen Kendrick's uh, "Cannibal on the Street Killer"? No. Uh, I think it was the Fifty Cent thing, uh, but Kendrick is portraying like a crackhead who is, you know, going up to people at sort of like outside the newsagents and gas stations. He's like, "Hey, hey, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you these coupons. I'll give you these expired coupons. Here's this bike I stole. Do you want it? Please give me money. I'll take even two dollars or something." And which is pretty much him playing the person he's yeah. talking about on this song. Yeah, so this song's about, uh, I can't remember exactly, but he met someone, I think it was at a petrol station when he was in South Africa, and as far, I can't remember exactly, but he was a homeless man, and he was basically begging him for like, Money. just a dollar, just anything, please. And that kind of, I can't remember what, uh, I can't remember exactly what happened afterwards, but that interaction is kind of what inspired this song, and... So, yeah, so this guy asked him for literally a dollar, and I think Kendrick said no, and then felt really bad, so the man was like, please, please, please. And then there's a lyric in this song about Exodus 14, because uh, like, it's obviously a biblical thing. comes a lot later, in, well, not later, like a few albums down, especially 
it's like a very prominent thing in Kendrick's entire career. We're talking about God and his beliefs and all that. He's even got a song called God on Dam. Uh, and but as this man's saying to him, like, have you not read like the Bible Exodus and you Kendrick started to feel bad and basically was like, Oh, you can have a dollar, it's just like how much is it's got just a dollar in it. Well it's the human cost of yeah. A dollar yeah. and dollar someone like him is just absolutely nothing but then some people will strive for him like to sort of live off yeah, that like to him a dollar is a week's worth of like you can have five loaf of bread he shows he shows up to a show and he gets 500,000 times that yeah exactly so it's like yeah it's mental this song's very he does talk about God a lot uh, there's a lot of biblical references in this song he talks about Nazareth at points there's too much lyrical depth for me to sift through every single thing but yeah so this is a potent song with, with people that have that amount of money, it would be. Like, I think it would be really hard to not put that much care and attention into your music. Because I think if I had that much money, I'd it'd fuck me up. Yeah. Like that's a ridiculous amount of power to have. Student loans. Student loans. I've become a fiend, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very true. I'm, I'm not talking about the money side, but when w- in the start of next month, we're going and off the Ikea trip. Well, it's going to buy like nine horses. <laughs> Four Porsches each, despite the fact, despite the fact that only one of us drive. Well, we've got a big gas pack ready plate in the front. Flat. I'm actually going to buy a Lamborghini and get it like decked out with like a wrap on it, but it's going to be like the Middlesbrough Football Club inside. <laughs> Sick, the borough mobile. <laughs> the borough, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> the Coventry yeah. Cooper, get a Mini Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> We've already taken seats, I can't do one for you really. I know, I'm think- I was thinking of Celtic, but what the fuck can't The, the Celtic I'll Cruiser. Yeah. You can take, yeah, and I'll I'll take like the Hearts Honda. Like the footballer? Yeah. That's a little throwback, oh, isn't it? Honda. Honda Jazz. Ah. Uh, Honda Jazz. Oh, Jazz Apples. Like Blood and Crip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trap Law Ross. Shout <laughs> <laughs> uh, tra- Trap Law Ross. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, we have Complexion, Zulu Love. Great verse from Rhapsody. Oh, it's silky. It's a very nice verse. Uh, I, I mean, it's called Complexion. It, it's, it don't it's mean a, a thing. Yeah, it's a song about beauty skin standards colour. and yeah. skin colour. And again, how could, how could you do it better than how this man's done it here? Uh, this bit, when you're thinking about the greatest albums in hip hop history. Uh, this must be ridiculously high up the list. I think oh, it's so many people put it one. I put it one. I wholeheartedly can't one. see a world in which this album, in music as a general, isn't considered one of the greatest things ever created for its merits outside of just being one thing. Yeah. I think personally, it's it's probably not my favourite ever rap album, but it's so good in terms of like I know it's just my preference. Yeah. I'd still put it number one. Like, it's not even my favourite, yeah, and I'd still say it. List, but it's definitely the highest It's got yeah, that's what the, I'm the, the best of everything. That There's no more depth you can get. He covers all these topics. It's, it's very cool. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to, as we're getting to the end, I mean, I, I did kind of intend to skip over, I am going to skip over a song at some point here, right, because we're getting towards the end. But I want to talk about the kind of crucial few songs. For example, what might be one of the biggest bangers he's made, like just in general, the black of the berry. Mm. Sweet. It's, 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 it's,
it's so good, isn't it? It starts with um, the vocals. I don't know who the guy is, but it's it's a menacing uh, voice. Oh, I forgot. It's Assassin, I think. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, it it's is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got this. He's got a menacing voice, hasn't he's he? Got like, uh, is he Jamaican? He's yeah, from, yeah, he's, he's Jamaican. He's some sort of Caribbean. I think he's Jamaican. And then Kendrick leads in with this. I'm the biggest hypocrite of 2015. He, like, he's talking about how. He's obviously talking about all the stuff he's talking about before, but it's just it's that hard and it sounds so sick. Like this is I can listen to this again. You know, I was thinking about this. There aren't many Kendrick songs that I can listen to at the gym because I'll just sit and like Yeah, <laughs> you get too into it. it. Yeah. yeah, I'll just yeah, sit I can listen to a lot of damn and good kid man sitting in the gym. This uh, another hot take, damn. Stop. Do you know? Until oh, I know we, we disagree this before. I've oh, told I you about damn. this. Damn version is the shortest thing out of all of them. I can tell you that first. I told you this, but I until recently I was the same as you, and I was not a fan. But here's it. I've got a radio commer. It does radio rap perfectly. Yeah, it does. I've got a little cute little fact. The first thing me and Owen like became like mates over when we first met Mm. was to pimp a butterfly. Yeah, that was very. I remember. It was that that. and Anderson Park. Yeah, and then we started talking about jazz, and we're like, oh shit. Yeah, that was fire. Good times, well, good times. Yeah, (laughs) that was good. Good times ish, kind of to an extent. Oh, you're saying for us? <laughs> yeah, there were good times. It was, I uh, know, it was pretty good times. Uh, no, I met him. You were there, I believe, when I first met him. Yeah, no, because no, you were in the same group. Aye, but I didn't speak to him until we went to the pub. Yeah, you, went, you were at school as well. Yeah, we were all. It was that back when we used to have, like, uh, I'm so sorry to everyone listening, we used to have like 20 people with us. It was loads of us. And we used to have to sit over two tables. Yeah, and then we were all just it, like... It's, it's, it, it didn't really whittle down uh, to who we really spoke to until, like, February time, I think. Aye. There are people that came that I literally did not like. <laughs> like Most of them. Why are we talking about this on the podcast? It's just a wee bit of pattern. Aye, it's a bit of pattern, isn't it? Yeah. Boom, boom, pal, you're done, though. Yeah. Firing shots at this point. Um, getting to know. Getting to know the people. Alcohol. Could you potentially pass me another beer? I'll have a beer. So, the the... I feel like the thing that summarizes this song perfectly is at the end he says uh, he he basically lists a load of black stereotypes and then says well basically why did I do all this blah blah because so why did I weep when Trayvon Martin was on the street obviously he's the black lad that got killed when gang banging yeah which is disgusting I believe it obviously Uh, have you not heard this he, no, <laughs> no. He, he went to the shop for a bag of Skittles, and uh, then and he was wearing a hoodie. Uh, and, and, and some George Zuckerman, the policeman, straight yeah, up. He, said, no, he what he was like a the neighborhood radio, watch. The ra- yeah, the ra- yeah, it was neighborhood watch. He wasn't even like know, on. Like, do you have it here as well? Where like, do you know, it would be a. Uh, I've not seen it in Scotland actually. In Bellingham, where I'm from, we have it. Where it'll be people like people who would be like, "Hey, where have you been? You seem a little bit drunk." No, this was. Oh, there's a black teenager in a hoodie. He's obviously up to something. Yeah. I'm going to shoot him dead in so the street. He like he followed him and he was even getting told in his radio ear as well not to do yeah. it, don't fire and, or um, anything. And worst of all, he he was first off he was acquitted of all charges, and second of all, he used he had the gun that he killed him with, and he sold it on auction. And genuinely, top three biggest uh, scumbags of all yeah, time. Yeah, and making it like in the so he followed. Trevor Martin and the lad had rang his girlfriend because it was half time in an NBA game and he was like, I want to go get some Skittles. Fair. That's fair news, you know. Yeah. Well, you want, yeah, Skittles, power little munch, yeah, but that's fucking horrible. But his point is, 
when he would openly kill someone who's in another gang, why is he bothered that someone else has killed someone that would be like amongst that crowd? Because that brings up uh, sort of in, uh, enter sort of black and black crime. Yeah. And, and he announces at the end, hypocrite. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm going to skip over, um, unless either of you have any really, really strong opinions on You Ain't Got a Lie, Mama Said. I like the hook. Uh, it's a good song, but I want to talk about I, because this is a song with two versions. Yeah, I... <laughs> Such a good yeah, hook, by I the way. Was a good hook. Yeah. The album version of I is better. However... Yeah, but there's... I, see, when I'm listening to an album, like if Kendrick drops an album, I'll listen to it in full. Yeah. But s- then when I just want to listen to an individual song, and there's like that sort of one minute intro of yeah. Taylor Swift, <laughs> but he released a separate version of the album version without any of that, mm-hmm. and that's my favourite. So I didn't, I didn't know that version existed, but even then, like okay. I I love the album, this album version yeah. so much to the point where I don't listen to the single version right. anymore. I'm with. I agree that the album version is better, but if I was to listen to it just on its own, I'd want to listen to the single one because it's I just the song. Because the on the Spotify, the album version is the one where I'll explain what happens. Yeah. But so the normal song is diff very different. It's a borderline just a, a pop track from him. It starts with these really light, like bouncy guitar chords, just going down, and then he's rapping in the such a catchy way. Yeah. As I'm being through a whole lap. Well, it's so good. I was completely wrong. It's not this song. This song has that intro where it's like, travelled all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. yeah. It's set up as uh, him doing a live performance for free in yeah. his old neighbourhood. Yeah. Uh, and then the kind of the he, he, he gets he gets introduced at the start, but then af- not even after the song, it's he gets cut off like halfway through. Yeah, about two thirds of the way through. Yeah. Uh, by a sort of fight in the crowd, a big scuffle, and, and he threatens to throw weapons out. Yeah. And he spots it, and he goes full cow control mode, freestyles something, gets everyone back on his sort of side, and gives them more introspective. Oh, it's just now great. this this freestyle that he does is kind of a it, it. So there's this argument, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, why would you do that? These these people that are oppressing us, and." Are doing it yourselves, what is wrong with you? And then he does this thing at the end where he spells out uh, a word that is like, I it's like, the, I can't remember what language, it's an African language and it Zulu. means king. I want to say it's Zulu because that's Nigeria. that's ref, they're two that are referenced throughout this album, and it means king. And he's spelling it out like, listen, like, Loyalty. yeah, he's saying that th- this inappropriate, like, the word of the n word is like, it, it's coming from this word that means royalty, like, where. We're like respect each other, basically. So I, I love this album to death, and still feel really weird talking about it from a completely privileged white. Yeah, point. yeah, I know. <laughs> like, we're, like I, I sit and think about it, and I'm like, yeah, I understand this. Fucking but oppression. Do you not think that the fact that we can take this meaning from it, and especially years ago when it first came out, people would take the meaning. If we can do it, people take the meaning from this album. People like us that are of a completely different background can take it and take it on board and learn, learn from it, from it. Yeah, yeah. which like makes this can, such an artistic statement. Like you can do your research on it, but also you get so much off that research just listening to it. Yeah, and the fact that like this song alone, the album version, that I don't know whether it was real or whether he like recorded it to sound like it was what it was, but it's done so perfectly that it's just. Oh yeah, I, 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 I do know why. 
Yeah. I really like the lead guitar. Yeah, I know it's really it's pop, but like, it's, it's really so good. Even the, the rhythm and then the... Oh, I've learned it, you know. Really? Uh, uh, this, this song is so catchy. It's just sexual little bit of music. Also, one thing that's so fucking good about Kendrick is that I, I hate when... I don't. I mean, I don't hate that at all, but a lot of rappers, when they rap, tend to only hit, like, three notes, mm. like, in a verse. Kendrick like jumps octaves and it, it, it blows my mind that he's singing uh, rapping melodies yeah. he uses his voice to rap in a way that somewhere between people that do like melodic mumbly kind of like future how we kind of sing raps and then like proper rapping and then also whilst using his voice to go up and down and reflect what he's saying when you're looking at it goes yeah. like a fucking octave and a cadence half. is just so far to like, I could not hit that. There's no way I could hit that. That's insane. Yeah, he jumped. That was Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Chance would be a fine thing. Um, the final song, Mortal, Mortal Man. Man. Mortal Man. Thank you, thank you. Um, what were we saying? Uh, very long, but. Very sort of like. Do you know what I take most from this song? That's like from the outro. No, that, that's the thing. Uh, that no, the outro, yeah. <laughs> the, no, we've the outro, neg- the outro. I do feel is the highlight of the song. We've neglect. Right, so we'll go straight to that. We've neglected to mention that as this album's going on, ev- basically it at the start, but yeah. we haven't gone it by song by song. Basically, every song you get an extra couple lines of this poem. I remember you was conflicted. You was using your influence, and it goes on. It goes on, and it's and. Fucking amazing poem. It's long, so I was gonna read it, but I won't do all of it. But it's it's an amazing poem, and he basically this obviously it's building up the whole time, and you're getting this poem, and in fact the end of this kind of has a few sections, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's revealed who he's telling this. This poem is him basically explaining his experiences and his. It's a summary of this album, and at the end it's revealed who he's telling it to. And it's Tupac Shakur, yeah, which is insane. Yeah, like it's it's the fact that it there is not a better placed character in all of history that fits with this so well. That was some Marvel movie shit. Yeah, yeah. Man, man's just opened the case at the Kendrick Cinematic yeah. Universe. Oh, I meant the actor of why this album has its name. No, uh, no. Okay, so the original name for this album was To Pimp a Caterpillar, and if you abbreviate it the f- instead of the T make it like a poo it's abbreviated to Tupac ah yeah however the caterpillar what it does is it comes it goes into a cocoon it comes out and it forms Biology. a butterfly you know this bigger more beautiful sort of creature yeah. is what it really does and that sort of symbolism is also why it was changed to to pimp a butterfly yeah yeah that's fire Tupac, man. No, so I'm just saying about Tupac now. <laughs> He's good, I'm isn't really he? Do you know what? I really like I I really like Tupac. I've listened to his first couple albums and then like. Well, you know what's mental about Tupac? The amount of people that will go Tupac's the best rapper ever, and then will not know what he actually sounds like. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, Tupac had. I don't know if it's because so many other rappers have tried to replicate what Tupac did. Yeah, like what he'd done with his you know, vocals and all that. But when I'm thinking of Tupac, it does kind of just seem like the name beyond the music. Yeah. Like, when I think Tupac, I'm like, oh, yeah, Tupac, you fucking boohoo man, have Tupac pops and all that. It, it, it is a weird thing, isn't it? Because 
I'm uh, particularly, uh, uh, as you know, but I'm Thug Passion. Yeah. I love that song. Oh, it's, I'll play you later. It's so good. But if I played someone that, the first verse isn't Tupac, but if I played someone that was, oh, this is a Tupac song, they'd assume, like, they yeah. wouldn't know the difference, which is really weird, but obviously that's just kind of like grown yeah. up and stuff. And it's it's like, I really like when rappers feature somebody else and put them in the first verse. Uh, it's respectful, yeah. isn't it? It's like, like, they know that like they'd be better in the first verse. Yeah, exactly, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, rap statues and statues. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what a tune, by yeah. the way. All caps, isn't it? Sample is a David Bowie sample. Mm-hmm. A David Bowie cover. Exactly. It's a sample of a Bowie cover. All caps we've fallen out. MF Doom. RIP. We need to do a bit more. Who would be incredible? And professional with no shirt. <laughs> well, we're almost done, sir. Just hold. Okay, I'll hold it. I'll hold it. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, that it ends with this poem, and he asks Tupac. He goes through this whole dialogue with Tupac, and he's like explaining everything. He's like, What's your perspective on it? It's spliced off old interview fucked, but it sounds like it's still like the yeah, actual live really interview. But at the end, the kind of last thing on this whole album is he's like, "Pack, pack," and he's that's he's it. He's gone. He's gone because obviously he's dead. Yeah. 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 Wow. There you go. To pimp a butterfly. I feel like there should be a discussion. Yeah. Uh, so, un- untitled was a year after Tupac. Yeah, it's untitled like cuts from it. Yeah. Which. Is ridiculous for how good Untitled is. Even if you like the record, yeah. that's better than Untitled. Untitled Unmastered is better than any Drake album. Okay, okay no, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not better than Take Care. It is. It's, not it's be- also it's not better, better than, than it, his mixtapes, including the three releases. Oh, it's all. It's all. It's all. It's all. It's. You've got a different take on hip hop. I like it. Well. I do really like Drake, but he was the first rapper that popped into my head. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, to be fair, I'm the sort of person to put Dial It on a higher pedestal than any Eminem album. See, I, I just I, despise I Drake for some reason. It's not that, I mean, I get he has like some good songs, but it's the fact that I know he has not went into a booth, sat at a piano, and went through it all with like, it hurt that so I love bassoons, mate. <laughs> He's got talent, but it's it's part of that like, let it, it, I feel like he'd sit down in a room and go, let's make a summer. To be fair, ballad. to be With fair, there's a bunch of songs as well, like Martin's Room and Marvin's Room. Well, Marvin, yeah. good song. Yeah, Marvin's, Marvin's Room. Uh, he was sitting there when Forty was making the beat, uh, and he said, "Right, that's it. It's done." And Forty hadn't even finished it yet, but he said, "No, that's it. Give me that there right now." I don't know. Uh, Marvin's a great song, I won't lie. But yeah. great album in general. It is, and also so is Knocking was the same. But Kendrick's first big mainstream yeah. feature. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake is good, but Untitled and Mastered. Untitled, Untitled is fair. Untitled Oh Six is my favorite in the album. Agreed. Fucking bad. Love an O Two man. Yeah. I love O Two. O Three. Oh shit. Yeah, October 20th, boys. Let's go. Are we? Oh, my. Yeah, if anyone listening to this was born any year before before 2000, we're 19 and we were born in 2003. We are adults who pay bills and stuff. I hope you feel old. I'm technically 18. Uh, and I'm still a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that a lot. <laughs> um, I think I've referenced in the podcast before, but my old podcast, we used to make loads of jokes, but our jokes would be like going... Yeah. to each other <laughs> and no one listening has any <laughs> idea yeah. <laughs> we were rustlers shout out burgers yeah <laughs> oh, but that's my diet now it's bad 
That's what I made it. I made a little salad earlier. Caesar salad. Yeah. I, it was a Caesar salad. Did you pass that in the fridge? Is that what that is? Yeah, it was nice. It was good. I gave it a little look. <laughs> a little oh, look. <laughs> we do have fun on this podcast. So, the way we usually wrap up an episode, we can conti- we'll continue talking about music like when we're done with this, by the way. Yeah. Just because we have to remember that someone's going to have to listen to this. Uh, usually around 20 people. Thank you all. Uh, I love you all. Please marry me. What every we single person as well. <laughs> what we usually do is we give our favourite and least favourite songs, then we do a tier list. So, <gasps> Luke Patton, what's oh. your favourite song? And it, do you know what? I always say you have to pick a least favourite. For this one, I might let it slide. See, uh, and that's not the soul talking. See, my 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 three my three favourite so- my three favourite songs on this album are all in a row, and I switch between them all the I time. Which three is it going to be? Is it Ken Coontan's Institutionalizing These Balls? Nope. For Sale, Mama, Hood Politics. What? Yep. I'm on the same one as you, but yeah. I've, I rate that. My, my, I, I would three my favourites, probably Hood Politics. Oh, so good. Hood Politics and Mama are my top two Hood songs Politics. in the album. Do you have a if, least favourite song? If I'm going to pick one, I'm picking Mortal Man. Easy. But Fucking that's awesome. simply because it's the song element. Uh, and also... The Michael Jackson line has aged a little iffy, but yeah. Oh, I respect that. Oi, Murray, what is your favourite and least favourite song off the album? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I want to say These Walls, but now we've been talking about it again, I'm like. No, it has. Uh, yeah, These Walls. Right. These Walls has fucking layers. Do you have a least favourite? Have, we've been speaking about this album for about an hour and a half now and we've already gone in with all these sort of knowledge and like oh we love this so much and after listening to it again we've got so many more things to think about mm-hmm. it's just oh, it really speaks a word how good this is I don't like picking a least favourite you don't have to but I'm going to because oh, you're not a little I'm bitch bitching out and I, it's probably a terrible thing to say because I mean you can't choose one to say it's your least favourite because everything has such a political statement behind it but it's probably complexions just behind, like the music of yeah, it, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. But no, well, I mean, no, it is a song. Like you're allowed to not enjoy it. Like you're not saying you don't enjoy it, but you're allowed to like it less than other yeah, songs. Yeah, like, that's just the thing. My favorite is Wesley's Theory because I don't think there's a song that I could have listened to like three hundred times and still give me goosebumps. Other than that. If I were to pick a least favourite, I'm torn between the one you both said because I was going to say Mortal Man, then you said it. I was going to say Complexion, then you said it. So. You wanted to skip over even when you asked. So yeah. I thought yeah. that's what you were originally going to say. Yeah, that was what I'm, that's the only pick you ain't going to like. That, that's that one. I'll even all three of them are solid. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. And then the final part. We get to put it in a... A tier. Right. right, hang on, hang on. We get to put it in a... Tier list. You just said tier. Tier list. <laughs> I've got tiers now that you've said well, that, boy. That, that will put the album in a, in a tier list. Aye, I we won't. have a tier list oh. for every single album we've Can covered on this podcast. Yeah, see, I was going to say, oh, you have to start listening to just it, but I have a feeling you'll probably be on it a lot more now. So. Just but to recap what we have. So we've got in C, Last Night in the Bittersweet by Paolo Nutini. In That's B, a C? Yeah. I didn't see you though. Uh, you listen. I was the I was that a few times now. Well, B, Silent Alarm by Block Party. Whole lot of red by. Sorry, I'm reading that. Where are we? No, I, 
But now what what would be that? Where's whole lot of red? Oh, it's W A L R. All right, Playboy Carter. A hundred, a thousand gex by. A hundred gex. Demon days by gorilla. Flower. No, yeah, sorry, A T. Flower boy. Wait, no. Demon days by gorillas. Flower boy by. Tyler the Creator. Illinois by. Sufjan Stevens. And in S, we've got funeral by arcade fire and. I feel like we can sit at the same no, time. This is double S tier. We're gonna sit at the same can time. We can, can we put one. Can Should we make a double S tier? Right, no, I think a goat tier is needed. Because double height is in the same as Flow. Funeral's amazing, but the Pimple Butterfly is one of the greatest. Yeah, I'll, I'll back that. In and the this new. It's probably be on its own for yeah, God knows how long. At least until we talk about the the fall of Hobo Johnson, uh, <laughs> in the goat tier. Until we talk about Nav by Nav. <laughs> you know, what, I think we should do a, a, a Malibu. I say. Well, I actually one. In fact, I feel like you'll you'll probably be on it a lot more now. But what the the plan is? You get an insight here, gentlemen and ladies. We're gonna pick an album that we've not heard, so that we can have like a fresh opinion. So we don't know if each other like it or not. Yeah. We need to do some tier lists and shit. Some like funky stuff in the talk in between some to break it up even some debates yeah, stuff like that some more stories as well and music. yeah exactly and mad song stories episode and this is the one i'm most looking forward to i want to pick an album in the future that is absolutely fucking wank yeah same i want to what album the album name for wank yeah uh that cold play no <laughs> no if if i was to I'm pick that's some fucking dog shit <laughs> <laughs> no if i, I was I'm going, to i'm going to make you sit through the big day if I've yeah. done it, Chance the Rapper. But no. If I were to pick, it would revival. be. I've listened right. to Revival twice. It could be. Well, <laughs> Scorpion. Yeah, <laughs> no, even then, I, even then, Scorpion, I'd put in like E. <laughs> e. Yeah. <laughs> no. Scorpion, Scorpion has good you, songs on you it. You're putting that on E. Don't put it in a tier list. <laughs> uh, wait, I was going to start with S, mate. This is calm. Oh, shit, uh, shit album, Everything Now by Arcade Fire. You like it, don't you? I like some of it. I don't like, I like, I like songs as yeah. an album. So everything now is an amazing song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is a shit album? We've got uh, Fast and Furious and J Cole. I know Gratitude by Weezer. Not a shit album. I am. No, but that's a shit what, album. Uh, what about Weezer by Weezer? Good album. Weezer. Which one? Weezer. The <laughs> <laughs> the oh <laughs> my god, button! You've caused a problem. I've already gone through Weezer's discography like five times on this podcast. The, the no, sorry, sorry. The blue one, the teal one, the white one, the green one, and the red one are all amazing. The blue one, the teal one. The teal one's a covers album that's really good. Yeah, they're all amazing. The only shit one is the black one. Funny, but also good cover of Posters Africa. Um. There is a lot of shit. I don't like. I don't really like J Cole. Apart from, I like the one J Cole album you don't like. I fucking hate the off season, and I love it. What do you think of Forest Hills Drive? Forest Hills Drive's good, but like not my thing. I'd say it's like B. I like no role models. If, if I'm but put, if I'm wet it dreams. In a, yeah, if I'm putting it in a tier, I'm putting it in C. Really? Yeah. I'd say maybe and that's B. Probably the best album in Forest Hills. Really? I think he's he's just too mediocre and boring as an artist. I he's like yeah, it could yeah no. Yeah, Rapper, he's he's like his lyricism's very good, but he just really bores me. Yeah, his music needs fucking work, or his producers at least. No role models is fucking. Which is strangely bad because the off season was produced almost entirely by T minus. T minus has done some absolute classics. He's done some Drake songs. He's done swimming pools. 
yeah. yeah. And he's a good producer. And for some reason, I feel it's like his eardrums fell off when he was making Lost Season. The song with Lil Baby, the hi-hats are four decibels louder than, louder than everything else. And it sucks. I hate it so much. Yeah. DJ Khaled? If we spoke about... If, if we sp- no no I'm saying if we spoke about Khalid Khalid I could gush about thankful and we could just say every other song shit apart from pop star see but I don't I wouldn't feel fair talking about a DJ Khaled album because I feel like I would actually have to go into the backstory of the artist and producers on it because he's very little of what actually yeah. the album is I've actually like fucking listened to a DJ Khaled album and I don't want to repeat I've myself I've listened to, <laughs> to is it Holy Key or Major Key which one uh, the one that uh, has Jermaine doing the lead and the Nas album. I know the one you're talking. Uh, is it Major Key? You don't know how it was Nas? Know. Yeah. Oh no, there was one. There's one DJ album, Khaled album that's actually really good. And it's believe. Do you know this fact that the song's called Nas album done is mental for how good of a song it is. Yeah. Um. But no, there's there's loads of shit we could talk about that's like not good albums. Like even just weird albums. Like there are a few Arctic Monkeys ones I'd like. Like Humbug. I love it. But I mean, we've already yeah. done a really you should, weird. You should not do a podcast episode where everyone brings an album that they everyone else seems to like. I wonder what I'd pick. What would you pick? What have I, I've said about twelve times this episode? I think I've already spoke about it. Actually, I would have picked Turbo Johnson. But oh yeah, you would have. Oh, yeah. there you go. Thanks. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't think anyone really dislikes Yeet that much. Sorry, bad boy. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gaspar, High Street, Smell Pepper. I, I think there's. Oh, there's Oh, hundred percent. I, I I love that album. Also, oh, is that defending an album that most people I, don't I, I like? Right. If I, that obviously, if I had to defend one, no one likes Hobo Johnson under pressure. What would you pick? Oh, I really don't know. Oh, where? Where's the? Oh, so, okay. Does anyone actually like an album in the middle? That or like Lil Peep. If I were to slander an album that other people see, Lil Peep would be one I thought more people would like, apart from Co- obviously Coldplay is like my thing that I don't like. But yeah. if also Chainsmokers is my thing, I cannot. No one likes Chainsmokers. Um, there are definitely it's less that they're not like liked albums. There are a few black metal albums and stuff I'd talk like. There's a a Burzum album. I I I could I could do an episode of gushing on the Viper Pop scene. Yeah, like there's definitely a few things we all have where, like in fact, even I just do, I want to go through it. I'd love to sell you like a heavy metal album or something. Mm. Like when heavy metal is like major, so it's not like heavy, but I'd love to sell you all something you've not listened to. That'd be a good episode. Yeah, good album. Just that, just let's knock some ideas here. I do think you should do an episode on Mike Miller as evolution. Yeah, but oh, right, well, well, good. Evolution would be a good episode. I was gonna say because. I have very different Mac do Miller opinions to you. Do we all years. have different favourite albums than that? I fucking love Mac Miller. So like, do what? Right, hang on. Right, favourite Mac Miller album? Good AM. Swimming. Kids. Kids? <laughs> well, it used to be. I get, I get no, no, it, it, it. right. No, no, no it is kids, but it used to be, like, as in, to a point where I would literally... As for some reason, I feel like we're all going to have the same second place, though. Well, my... No, well... My second place is the one that used to be my favourite, is watching... Is it watching oh, movies? Wait, oh, no, never mind. Oh, yeah. Right, that w- I was going to say Circles. Oh, shit. Circles is... I was going to say Divine and then it's Circles. Oh, shit. Yeah, Circles then, is my no, third. No, and then third is... Uh, words. Don't come out my mouth. Third... No, third is Faces. 
mixtapes. Is that is that a mixtape? Is that an album? Is it the same thing? If a mixtape is long enough that I consider it a project. Okay. Wait, no, Kids, no. Kids isn't an album. Kids is also a mixtape. Yeah, bro. Okay. Yeah, Kids is a mixtape. Technically, yeah. I've got, I've got the, my fucking Kids top. Yeah. Kids is my favourite because of the, the memories I associate with it. Yeah, I had a phase. Use, yeah. Like, it just, it creates a vibe. But then, obviously, watching brings me the sound off. And then, I would have said, I think, Divine Feminine. Swimming, Divine Feminine, Good Day M. Swimming hits so close to home. You know what the problem is? The, the, the problem is here that they're all very, they're very, all like very eight, good. They're all like eight, nines. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's the kind of difficulty we've got here. Nothing makes me more sad than listening to an old Mac album where he's like predicting exactly what's going to happen. You get to like, when you get to Wings and yeah. Swimming, it just fucking breaks you. Is it Godspeed on Good AM? Godspeed's my favourite. Where he's just Godspeed. talking about overdose and Perfect that. Perfect Circle Godspeed's my favourite Mac Miller song. There's a, there's a lot of songs on Kids that it makes me sad because he talks about, like, obviously, like, all that stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying that for a reason, but all he talks about all this stuff, and then obvious things like, I had, like, I, I get it. Yeah. Like, but it makes me sad because he's talking about in such a happy way, and then he died. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. The way his evolution is going, Mac Miller could have definitely been one of the fucking greatest rappers. Ever. Oh, definitely. I mean, no, I mean, artist. Yeah, artist. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, like, because you know, he was going from being a great rapper to carrying a melody with his sing, mate. Fuck you, Eminem. Definitely. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll back that. Well, I mean, I mean one of oh, the yeah, Lil Dicky's like really good. <laughs> but that's me. I'd pick Yeet over Eminem. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Hip hop icons. The Wayne fact that, the fact, <laughs> the fact that obviously Circles was finished by someone, but it was the kind of skeleton yeah. of something he just sat and made on his own. Swimming in circles. Was sp- it was supposed to be a double album. Yeah. Swimming in it. Listening to swimming and then some three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was never. Yeah. Shame, but swimming in circles works. It's perfect. So fucking sad knowing that he could have made this fucking amazing three-piece album and then fucking died. It's brutal. So great. Well. Great episode though. Yeah. That was an interesting tangent. I think we're gonna. We might have to get into the Mac Miller talk a bit sooner than expected. For a full episode, yeah. we'll obviously, as always, we might break up next episode. There'll be a stories or something. But I hope you've all enjoyed. We've obviously had this has been a very big, actually one of the most in depth conversations ever had. We just spoke about Mac Miller like it's fucking <laughs> banging it. We're episode a hundred minutes, which uh, I, no, I did sort my storage since the last time, so we're good. Yeah, I haven't had a pop. You can still email me. Yeah, I will. That will last a whole other episode. So, thank you all for listening. Obviously, it'll be a day late, but what can I say? I hope you've all enjoyed. Do you want to all give you a little... Do we have any more beers? <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, we also... Save them for what we're doing after. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> 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 Mine's three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my mind's, mind's spinning, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm caught... No, hey, oh, no, 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 no. Say what you're going to say. To pimp, to pimp a butterfly is in goat for anyone wondering right yeah. yeah everyone see your last pieces and then I'll do a little outro yeah the tier list sorry we've made a new t- just because t- we were just doing it on your phone without really explaining it we've made a new t- section on the tier list called goat and t-pap is on that it's yeah. fucking highest highest up there if you got a haircut I'd call it like bald goat or something but but <laughs> <laughs> I need a haircut you know don't mate you need a haircut I got he just got a trim I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go back to getting like I've got a mop <laughs> <laughs>
That's because like I'm hot. You don't tame it. Wild beast thing. You've got like a young gravy thing going on. You just, you just <laughs> have a ginger beard. <laughs> Yo, I'll take that. Oh, yeah, he's in the track. Yeah, so, how, how's your first podcast been? Uh, I was shitting my pants. And then I... I now, like, do you want to do more? Yeah. yeah. Well, because we spoke about Mike Miller, I realised I probably have a lot more to say about Mike Miller. Than you want to do more now, I don't you? I would say even this conversation has very brightened my mood as well. It's actually been really good. I've very much... This has probably been the most I've ever enjoyed an episode. It's been very natural. Most, this is the most I've enjoyed one since Friday. Yeah. Alcohol definitely one. helps. See if we do a gas-packed podcast. gas cap. Oh, yeah. my God. That's getting done. Gio knows about Mac as well. Yeah. Gas are we doing a gas cap? I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Love you all. Uh, take care. Can I Bye, Drake. Another mic. Uh, school if you are attending school if don't do lean if, if you're not attending school don't go into a school <laughs> <laughs> unless you are under the ages of like three or you're going in for a parents evening uh or you're a teacher, or you're a teacher. <laughs> don't put them up your nose stuff <laughs> i meant pencils but now i think about it could i fly a substance <laughs> don't, don't put your fingers up there don't put your bogies no, 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 no. What age? If you're under the age of nine, you fucking shove your fingers up there. <laughs> actually, what genuine? This is actually advice. Don't put anything in your ears, ever. Yeah, no, I've ruined my. Yeah, same. You yeah, because you when you put no, you're that's really bad for yeah, because it pushes it further into like. Do you know how I've got tinnitus? Yeah. Most yeah, but you were born. <laughs> Same. Yeah, oh most God. of why mother, I have it is that. Mother were we born with it or were you? No, I wasn't oh, no, born I with ru- it. I ruined my mu- I ruined my ears. Yeah, same. But we all have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. Obviously, it doesn't like any. Right. Thank you all for listening. Love you all. Mine's Good night. Up, by the way, fun fact. <laughs> what were yours? Have you actually gone and figured that out? All right, Charlie Puth. No, no, like it took me fucking ages. I found a frequency, and then there's a website where you can find frequencies, and then the note. That's sick. Oh, yeah. you could just do it on an EQ. I don't have it. Fuck, I said fuck off. All right, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Love you all. Bye.